Hey everyone and welcome to The Year Was, the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party causing all your friends to question, hey, who invited you? Like, seriously, why are you here? I am your host Michael Montalvo and for the next few minutes we will swim through the river of time to try and find out what makes today truly unique. In this episode we examine the events that occurred March 23rd. For as long as people have been alive, they have been figuring out a way to get sick and possibly die. Science has come a long way since the days of, you got a splinter in your big toe, best I can do is chop off your leg. And honestly, we are all the better for it. But as far as science has gone, there are times where it struggled a bit. Kind of like that time where you had trouble with your math homework and got your brother to do it for you. You know, the usual stuff. So anyway, I thought we would look at some medical advancements that have taken place in history. And by some, I mean one. This may come as a surprise to you, but we, as a people, need our hearts to live. And Dr. Barney Clark was no exception to this. Clark was a dentist from Seattle and had congestive heart failure, as well as, at least according to the article I read, a heart that tore like tissue paper due to years of treatment steroids. His condition was so bad that Dr. Clark had trouble walking from the bedroom to the bathroom. He became so sick that he wasn't even considered a viable candidate for a heart transplant, although in part it was due to his age. He was dying, but there was a slight ray of hope that shone out to him in the form of the newly FDA-approved Jarvik 7. The Jarvik 7 was an artificial heart designed by Robert P. Jarvik, but its origins Go back a little bit more than the 1980s. Did I mention this was the 1980s? Because it was. So it started in 1937 with Dr. Vladimir Dimikov. Dimikov developed the first artificial heart and experimented with transplantation, eventually becoming the pioneer of organ transplants. This went on for 20-ish years until Willem Johann Kolff took this idea and used it to test on animals. The survival rate, however, was not good, as only one of the dogs tested lived about 90 minutes. The first artificial heart patent was in 1963 by Paul Winchell, but curiously, this device was never used. By 1967, Kolf had established a division of artificial organs at the University of Utah. To build his team, he brought on veterinarian Dr. Don Olson, surgeon Dr. William DeVries, and medical engineer Dr. Robert Jarvik. They continued testing, and with each successful test, they requested permission from the FDA to implant a permanent artificial heart into a human test subject, a request that was continuously denied, at least until December 2, 1982, with Dr. Barney Clark. Clark had initially declined the offer to receive the artificial heart, but changed his mind on Thanksgiving when his son had to carry him to the table. The surgery was performed by Dr. DeVry, and the Jarvik 7 was successfully... Is installed the right word? When he awoke, Clark was said to have had no pain, but was aware of a very strong heartbeat. The heart was made from aluminum and plastic, and was not without its problems. It required a large external mnemonic compressor, and this, unfortunately, meant that Clark would spend the rest of his life in the hospital. So, 
As you can gather from this, the surgery was technically a success, but Clark's quality of life was greatly reduced. And while the seven-hour surgery did prolong his life, it didn't prolong it for very long. The year was 1983, and on this day, March 23rd, Dr. Barney Clark, the first permanent heart transplant recipient, died after 112 days. After the surgery, Clark's bluish skin tone changed to a more pinkish one as oxygen was able to enter his bloodstream. However, in his 112 days, all was not well for Clark. He became disoriented and suffered seizures, something he had not been experiencing before. At the end of his life, doctors said he died of circulatory collapse and secondary multi-organ system failure, triggered by an infection that was likely the result of a blood transfusion. While Clark's story wasn't the success that everyone had hoped for, later recipients fared better with the same Jarvik 7 heart. Leif Steinberg lived 229 days but suffered a fatal stroke, and William Schroeder lived 620 days but also suffered multiple strokes. The Jarvik 7 was continued to be used throughout the 90s for patients in need of a heart transplant but were waiting for a donor. In 2001, Abiomed unveiled the Abiocore, which was the first self-contained replacement heart, but due to its cost, the project was shelved in 2007. That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me out and helps steer this in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.